Hey, this is Seb from Dinner and the Podcast, and you're listening to That's So Raven. I mean, So Wizard. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 232 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Konnichiwa, Japan. (laughs) (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody in podcast land. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of nerdy news, and then we're going to jump right into a review of the series premiere Sci-Fi Channel presents, based on the Image comic book, Deadly Class. Before we get into that, how is everyone doing this week? Aubrey, tell us, what is going on in the world of Aubrey? Well, I signed back up for school, so I should be starting that again soon in a couple of weeks. Um, I've been drawing again. And I'm down to one job, which is really nice. And it's going pretty well. A lot more energy. Hmm. Who would have thought not working yourself to death? (laughs) Giving so much more energy to do things. I know. Who knew it would make me happy? I didn't know. (sighs) Interesting. So how about you, Mark Ellis? What's going on? Uh, Nothing much. Nothing new at all. I kind of fell into a... uh, a K-pop whirlwind hole at the beginning of the year. I think I talked about it oh, last boy. week, and I'm still there. I'm very slowly trying to claw my way out of it. Uh, but I, I've been pretty good this week. I have only watched like 85 K-pop videos, so that's an improvement over the 2,000 that I did last week. Well, I appreciate you introducing me to Blackpink. <laughs> I like the rapper girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Blackpink is going to be making a big splash in America uh, this year because they're going to be at Coachella uh, and then they're doing their world tour uh, this year too. So, uh, yeah, Blackpink, get get familiar with them. It's all pink on the inside, right? <laughs> You're gonna That's say what that. they say. That's <laughs> how so Mark likes his ladies. <laughs> awful. Sorry, sorry. Awful. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, great. Uh, I haven't been doing shit. I've just been working and sleeping, so... I literally did nothing all week except work and sleep. I did uh, start going to the gym, though, this week. So Yeah, how's that going? So far, so good. Uh, I go to Planet Fitness, which, if you're not familiar with that, is a gym that's like $10 a month. And it's kind of get what you pay for. Um, they don't have any unassisted racks, which is really frustrating. And there's a lot of old people in jeans working out. It's kind of weird, but... <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. As long as it's there. <laughs> it's cheap. It does what you need it to. Right. And it's 24-7. So, you know, I can pretty much go whenever I need to. It's right across the street from where I work. So, oh, boy. We'll see how this goes. Brand new me. Brand new me at Empire State Comic Con. Oh, God. 
No, honestly, my goal is to fit into a pair of jeans from Hot Topic. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to buy them, but <laughs> we don't carry fatty, fat, fat, fat sizes right, right. Uh, at Hot Topic for men's jeans. I think they only go up to 38. So it's a stretch, but we'll get there. <laughs> there you go. two pant sizes to go. So I'm just going to try on these really awful looking ones that look like like outer space, <laughs> they have like outer space print all over them, nice. space pants. And I take a picture of them to prove that I did it. And then I'm never putting them on ever again, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that. So yeah, that's, that's the excitement. Um, why don't you tell the listeners out there, Mark Ellis, where they can find more. So wizard podcast. Sure. All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com. Uh, there you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you'll find some Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Molly Hawk. Uh, you'll find our merchandise there. You can purchase some of our T-shirts. Look good while you're representing our show. Uh, a great way to support our show is by doing all of your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on the A, do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our little show. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we got Twitter, we got Instagram, so get at us. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. Uh, you can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, and you can stream us through Spotify, uh, my personal favorite way of listening to podcasts. A great way to support our show is through our Patreon.com page. Uh, I'm sorry, through our Patreon page. Uh, the way to find it is patreon.com backslash So Wizard Podcast. You can uh, support the show and uh, get some bonus material from us here at So Wizard. Uh, shout out to all of our podcasting buddies all over the world. Back to you, Joey. What did you say? Are you kidding me? What? Ha! <laughs> Awesome. Well, uh, a couple things just wanted to get out there for you guys. Uh, we launched our YouTube channel last week. Uh, it just kind of happened. Adam <laughs> messaged me and was like, okay, I uploaded the first video. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> I, thought but, we had, uh, uh, I thought we had YouTube uh, videos on there already. Don't we have episodes on our YouTube channel well, already? Yeah, YouTube. our YouTube channel was just Podbean, like auto uploads like an audio version of the podcast. So if you, for some reason, really want to listen to the podcast on YouTube where you can't shut the app off or the sound stops, um, by all means, feel free to, but that's all there was. Um, now we have actual YouTube exclusive content coming up on our channel. Uh, first video dropped last week, which is, uh, Adam is doing a series where he investigates and reviews different directors early films called direct focus and then i believe this week is going to be the second series that he's doing for the youtube which is called mma mixed marital arts <laughs> <laughs> which is him and his wife uh discussing action and karate movies wow so every week there'll be at least one cool new video you can check out on there but uh you know i'm trying to teach myself how to make videos. So 
there'll be even more content on there, hoping to get to at least two or three videos a week at this point. But we'll see. Right now, it's just one, but definitely check it out on YouTube. Just search So Wizard Podcast will pop up. And of course, as Mark mentioned, our Patreon page, you know, I did throw it out to our Patreons last week. We talked about Bird Box and uh, what it would take to get you to lift your blindfold up and look. And I threw it out to our friends on Patreon. We had a couple hits back from people. Let's uh, see here what we got. Uh, our friends over at Home Video Hustle, PJ and Brent, uh, mentioned they would <laughs> be lifting up their <laughs> blindfold for their student loans being paid off. <laughs> uh, hot cosplay girls and maybe like 50 bucks. And Colt 45, uh, Brandon and uh, Random Randy Savage said they would gladly lift their blindfold for sponsors for the podcast. Nice. And uh, so Wizard senior political correspondent Amanda said, so just take it off right away and get it over with. There you go. That's what I would do. <laughs> You're not going to hold out for Rashida Jones? It's a trick. It's a trick. It'd be three seconds of, hey, wait a minute. That's not Rashida. Oh, I'm dead. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to show the babies. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I guess that's uh, that's all the announcements and fun. So let's jump into the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, all right, Mark Ellis, what's going on in the world of nerd? All right, so this week in nerdy news, we had a couple of casting announcements for a upcoming movie, uh, the long-awaited reboot, or I'm sorry, remake of Dune, the classic sci-fi book uh, that was turned into a movie back in the 80s, I want to say, with uh, David Lynch. I was getting a remake from the guy who did Blade, the last Blade Runner movie, 2049. He also did Arrival. And I believe he did the first Sicario, uh, Denny Villeneuve, or however you say his name. Um, but he is doing the Dune remake, and we got some casting news. He's bringing back Dave Bautista, which is awesome, uh, for a role. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, who is uh, an amazing young actor. You've definitely seen him around. And he just hired Stellan Skarsgård Starsgard from, uh, you may know him as the uh, old scientist in the Thor movies. Next to Natalie Portman and Kat Dennings. Uh, so the cast is coming along. This is like a big epic uh, movie that's going to be happening. Uh, Denis have, has already proven himself uh, a good sci-fi director. Uh, I'm not too familiar with the story. I never read the book, but you know, apparently it's, it's uh, critically acclaimed. So what do you guys think of uh, these steps of Denis making these, uh, putting these, this cast together for the Dune movie? Let's start with Joey. Um is uh they're gonna be sting in like weird metal diaper probably not they probably want to shy away from that aspect of the movie <laughs> yeah i don't really remember i saw the movie i think once i don't really remember anything about it and i never read the books so oh wow i thought for sure you would have read those books no i never did i don't know why i think maybe when i was younger i was just kind of intimidated by how many volumes there were yeah which that doesn't really seem right, though, considering how nerdy I was. I don't know. I guess it just was never on my radar. Um, I, maybe I just associated it with that movie, and I didn't really like the movie that much. So mm -hmm. I don't remember much about the movie. It must have been really boring. <laughs> <laughs> it was no Ice Pirates, okay? Let me tell you that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, 
I, I didn't like Blade Runner uh, twenty. 49 all that much uh, outside of a few aspects yeah. which we've discussed in depth on the show <laughs> i'm sure uh but it certainly looked really good so maybe with a better script uh this could be pretty cool we'll see but yeah right now it's a, a cautious excitement cautious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right aubrey what about you are you familiar with uh dune at all i did not uh watch dune at all so and i didn't read it uh, so I don't, I don't really have any, uh, any feelings towards it. Yeah, so this would be like your first really big introduction to it, uh, when it comes out yeah. in the theaters. Yeah. 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 Me too. Me too. I mean, I, I'm sure I did see the movie as a kid, but I distinctly remember going, Oh, a big sci-fi movie. And at the time, you know, I'm all about star Wars. That movie did not have anything cool in it. Star Wars like at all. So, uh, yeah, I was out of it. So maybe I should watch that movie again. Maybe we should all watch it sometime and talk about it or something. I don't know. I just barely remember anything about it. I remember the action figures were really shitty. They made, maybe that's why I didn't like it that much. They made action figures for that movie. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. I don't remember that at all. That does not seem like a movie that would be catered towards the toy buying public. <laughs> all right. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe we should do that. Now. I hate you. Now watch Dune. Uh, let's see. Okay, so then in other news, uh, we got a little Marvel news that's happening this week. Uh, Tom Hiddleston announced that, uh, well, we already knew that he's going to be doing the Loki TV show for Disney streaming, or Disney Plus, the Disney streaming service. Uh, and it turns out that he is going to be narrating young Loki's life. So he will make appearances on the show, but I was under the impression that he was going to be starring in it. Like the show would be all about him, but now it looks like he's, it's going to be about kind of like young Indiana Jones, I guess, or young Loki tales of Asgard with uh, Tom Hiddleston making appearances here and there, but pretty much narrating the entire story. Uh, so that's a little bit of a disappointment for me, but I wanted to know, what did you guys think of it? Think of, uh, think of Tom Hiddleston just being a narrator. Uh, let's start with you, Aubrey. I don't really care about a Loki TV show, honestly. I feel like everybody just wants a Loki TV show because they're, like, jonesing for some Tom Hiddleston for some fucking reason. I feel like there's a a really odd thing going on with people being attracted to him. (laughs) And I don't quite get it. So I don't care too much about it. a Loki show. He's boring for me. Wow. I know a lot of ladies do love the Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, I don't get it. Hmm. I don't get it at all. All right, Joy, what about you, dude? How do you feel about them announcing that he's going to be more likely narrating the show as opposed to starring in it? Um, well, I mean, it makes sense since he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. I, I just wonder if that was part of the only way they could get him back was to, you know, he can film like a couple framing sequences and then you know, call over Skype and record his line. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say no to, uh, Marvel right now, at least Marvel studios, quote, quote unquote, Marvel studios, what they're doing. Um, so, you know, okay. <laughs> I don't like prequels like at all. Like I hate prequels to things mostly because like, well, not, you know, like, uh, star Wars, uh, Knights, of the old Republic is awesome because it's, all new characters. It just takes place like 10,000 years in the past. So, yeah, I mean, the, the galaxy is not going to cease to exist, but you know, you know, it's not predetermined. 
you know, like Solo, you know that Chewbacca and Han Solo are going to survive. Right. <laughs> they're they're going to be in the in the in the next movie, so it it takes a lot of attention away. So, like you know that Loki is going to make it through everything. So it's not that exciting. I don't know. I'm just not a big prequels guy, but I'll give it a try. I, I love anything Marvel puts out. So. Yeah, but it kind of makes you wonder. They made such a big announcement of having like the Marvel movie stars be a part of the show. If he's just going to be doing a narration, what does that mean for the uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, Vision TV show? Like, are the actors really going to be a part of the show, or is it just going to be like a, a framing device, like this one? No, they're going to be really part of the show. <laughs> okay, so they'll they'll be on set for multiple episodes. Yes. All right. I'll, I'll, I don't know. I guess this must be the angle they have to do the show because he's dead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they. We'll see how it comes along. Uh, but in other uh, Disney Plus Marvel news, it looks like someone else from Asgard is getting their own show too. Uh, Lady Sif, Jamie Alexander herself. Uh, the rumor is that Kevin Feige is going to be executive producing a Lady Sif TV show. Now, she is one of the characters that we did not see get killed off in Thor Ragnarok. So her appearance in a TV show seems very founded or seems seems very likely. Uh, and because we do know that there's going to be some Asgardians that hopefully survive the uh, the next Avengers movie, she could be a part of them. And she has made a, a TV show appearance on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I think this is perfect. I don't know how her her other TV show is doing the blind spot. I don't know if that's canceled or not, but I'll be psyched to see her her character come back in a TV show. I think that'd be pretty dope. Uh, Joey, what about you? How do you feel about Lady Sif getting her own show? I'm all in on that. <laughs> do you want to see her like on Earth as like a fish out of water? Or you want to see her like on Asgard or some other planet like kicking ass? I just want to see her. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, so then you would know what what's up with her TV show with the blind spot. Uh, supposedly it's going to get canceled or end, um, soon. So I, I don't think that this is coming out right away. This might be a 2020 TV show. So maybe one more season of blind spot and then yeah. this comes out, or maybe it's something they can film during the break. It's only going to be like eight episodes, oh. but, um, yeah, I, I, I liked her on agents of shield when she was on, I, I I'm kind of all set with fish out of water stuff right now. I think, uh, I think I'm good with that for everything like i don't need it after aquaman and thor and like, yeah i'm good i'm good um so i'd rather just see her adventuring around the nine realms in like uh conan game of thrones <laughs> type thing um that would be fine with me <laughs> but i'm down again i'm down for whatever they want to do at this point so they haven't proven themselves to be bad we'll see how they do a tv shows obviously movies are on point um Marvel TV that does the Netflix stuff is not doing this. So this is all straight up from the studios that do the movies. So we'll see what they can do with a TV show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about Lady Sif getting her own show? I'm all right with it. She's cool, but I'm confused as to how she's alive because in the beginning of Infinity War, like the entire plane was destroyed or the spaceship was destroyed. She wasn't on that plane, though. Yeah, she, might, she might have been she might have been off world during that whole Ragnarok situation. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Now, what if they just bring her into Blind Spot? 
What if they like they cancel Blind Spot, but then there's a news show about an Asgardian that joins an FBI team to take down bad guys? Like the same cast, just she's the only one that's that's different. It'd be cheap. Exactly. All right. So then in other uh, Marvel, somewhat Marvel news, uh, in a surprise to no one, with the uh, Disney Fox merger happening, it looks like the Doctor Doom movie, the Gambit movie, and the X Force movie have all been shelved. No more, at least for now. It's not really official. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> we still have the the New Mutants movie that's coming out and the last X-Men Dark Phoenix movie that's coming out. But for Which now... It's supposed to be horrendously bad. <laughs> I have faith. I have faith in X-Men. <laughs> uh, but for now, Doctor Doom, Gambit, and X-Force, they're gone. They're out of here. Uh, so uh, is this, does this come to a surprise to anyone? And are you disappointed by this? Let's start with Aubrey. No, and I and no, I am so happy about this. I am glad that they decided to do this. I think all of it was going to be trash, nothing but trash, and uh, I'm not surprised at all because I think that they've been doing really bad lately. So, mm, all right, all right, Joy, what about you? Um, well, obviously, it, it, it's this is like duh because if it wasn't in production before the merger went through, then it wasn't getting made. And they're not going to be able to write a script and get X-Force or any of this stuff cast and rolling before cameras <laughs> before March. So, um, yeah. And I don't think Disney wants any any of these movies. <laughs> Probably Deadpool. Anything with Deadpool, I think, is safe. I think uh, Deadpool will be okay. I don't know what form the next Deadpool movie takes, if it's going to be X-Force or if it's going to be him waking up in the MCU or, or whatever, but I think Deadpool's safe. Um, Dr. Doom's not happening, <laughs> thank God. And uh, Gambit, man, how long have we been talking about Gambit on the show? I feel like since the very beginning, probably. Well, he was in that doomed, that cursed image of the Fox Cinematic Universe that was the X-Men <laughs> right. Fantastic Four and Gambit. And that was probably, what, 2015? So... Three years now we've been talking about this fucking movie and they still haven't shot the movie. They, they could be making Gambit 3 right now. <laughs> yeah, nobody wanted that Gambit movie to begin with, so. Channing uh, Tatum doesn't really look that good. Gotta be honest. I don't understand the hype behind him either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good actor, but from what I know of Gambit, I don't buy him as that character. And honestly, I don't really think a lot of people wanted him. I don't remember people going completely nuts over the, his appearance in uh, that Wolverine movie. I like Gambit a lot, but, you know. I like Gambit. Gambit's probably one of my favorite X-Men characters, but Channing Tatum as Gambit doesn't make sense to me. I'm sure Marvel will get to Gambit eventually, but that's a long ways off. <laughs> we have to get the original X-Men first and Professor X before we can worry about Gambit. and <laughs> Yeah. All these 90s characters. So. I think a Storm movie would be really good, by the way. They got to recast Storm, though. Yeah, but it would be so good. And, like, every African and African-American actress is now in Black Panther. So. <laughs> <laughs> they could have done so good. Well, there's still, still a, time. Yeah, there's still a possibility. I know with the Dark Phoenix story being a last X-Men story, there's going to be a lot of hype to get 
new versions of these characters out there. And Storm is definitely a favorite. So and I definitely can see them pushing that ahead like really quickly. She would tie so nicely into Black Panther too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they can get married. Yes. <laughs> All right. So to the uh, Fox Marvel Cinematic Universe, we just have to say. Let's get ready for the get ready for the new guard. All right. So then, in the last bit of news, uh, the long talked about, long awaited sequel is finally coming. Eddie Murphy is returning and coming to America too. Plut- uh, let's say Pluto Nash too. <laughs> Pluto Nash two. Uranus. No, I don't. I have nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, they've been uh, talking about this movie forever, about making a sequel to it. It's been, it's almost as much as the uh, Ghostbusters movie. Uh, just people constantly talking about it, but nothing moving ahead. And we saw with the Ghostbusters, they finally did get it off the ground and running, and no one really, very few people really wanted that. Uh, but coming to America too, people want to see it, uh, and, and now it looks like it's happening. Uh, Craig Brewster, uh, the director of Hustle and Flow. Everybody's got to have a dream. Uh, And Black Snake Moan is going to be directing, which is kind of odd. I don't picture him as a comedy director, Uh, but Eddie Murphy is down. Eddie Murphy is the one who made the announcement. Coming to America 2, coming back to America, it's probably going to be the name of it. Uh, We'll start shooting this year for probably next year release. Uh, So what do you guys think of uh, Coming to America Part 2? Let's start with uh, with you, Joey. Wow, what a terrible idea. (laughs) This is going to be awful. Really? You think so? Right. It's going to be really bad. No way. Really, really bad. You could, I stake my reputation on it. The first movie is so good, though. <laughs> right. And that was like, what, 1986? Uh, yeah, 88, probably. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be really bad. <laughs> Lest we forget Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, shit. I did forget that. <laughs> yeah, we all tried to. <laughs> When you said there was going to be a sequel and it involved Eddie Murphy, I got excited that it was time for Dr. Doolittle 6. But No, no. We're going to get a Beverly Hills Cop 4 before we get Dr. Doolittle 6. Oh, man. Something was going to come and rescue the Dr. Doolittle series from direct-to-video, but I guess not, Mark. I guess not. But yeah, this is going to be terrible. I'm, is Arsenio Hall going to come back? Uh, they haven't made any official announcements yet, but I'm pretty sure Arsenio is coming back. I mean, what else well, has he got, got to do? busy (laughs) um i don't know man this seems like one of those things where like be careful what you wish for because now it's going to happen and it's going to be bad that's just how i feel about it i don't think much like the original ghostbusters i don't think anybody involved still has it you know Mm, good point but a lot of people want it man it's one of those movies is going to the opening weekend is going to be huge just because people want to see it well, if they do a good job, it would be a big hit. But I just don't feel like they're going to do a good job. What's, what's the last thing Eddie Murphy even did? Impregnate Moby. <laughs> oh. I think he's just been resting and, and rolling around in piles of Shrek money. And trying to just avoid the fact that he doesn't pay child support for that child. Well, she's got Spice Girls money. Does he really need to pay anything? <laughs> Spice up your life. Well, somehow I, I was not aware of that uh, little, little factoid. I'm really jealous of Eddie Murphy now. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, I think it's going to be good. The storyline is about him finding uh, he has a long lost son who's like the heir to the throne. 
I just want Michael B. Jordan to play that character. That's all I want. Oh, God. You want Michael B. Jordan to play everything. (laughs) That's true. But this would be perfect. What if Michael B. Jordan played Sting in a metal diaper (laughs) in the new Dune movie? Would you be happy about that? I'll be there first day. First showing. (laughs) I'll be there for you. Uh, Yep. So, um... So yeah, so that's it. That that's all we got. That's all I got for the news. Yeah, but Bohemian Rhapsody is like this big hit. What if we have a Millie Vanilli biopic oh. with Michael B. Jordan as Vanilli? <laughs> I'd be all over that. <laughs> why don't why can he do both? Can we do like a No, arc? they weren't twins. <laughs> but that's all right. That's all right. We could do like a like a Lindsay Lohan in a parent trap. Just have him play both characters. Okay. <laughs> You can just play everyone. <laughs> I'm down for that. Sweet. All right. So if that wraps up the news, let's jump into our main topic and talk about the series premiere of Deadly Class on Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, this is based off an image comic book uh, written by Rick Remender, one of my favorite writers. And uh, I was really excited when this was announced. And the casting looked it was, like it was pretty on point. So... I decided we're going to watch it. We're going to talk about it. Have any of you read the comic it's based on? No. Never even heard of it. All right. <laughs> Good. You're going in blind. Yep. Excellent. So let's uh, let's just do some non-spoilery talk, and then we'll spoil what happens in this first episode. What did you guys think, Aubrey? It was good. It's good. I liked it. I'll probably watch the next episode. Sweet. How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, it is not for me. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's not for you. I know who it's for. Me. <laughs> Damn right it's for you. Uh, I, I liked it a lot, so I'll be watching uh, I'll be watching some more episodes of this until it gets stupid, uh, depending on how long the season is. But yeah, I really liked it. Um, what didn't you uh, what wasn't for you about it, Mark? I Without I... spoiling anything, or do we need to just jump right into spoiling? <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I can do it without spoiling. It's just there's a certain. It's probably because I'm spoiled by other TV shows and other movies and other comic books. Like I, this I think works great as a comic book. I'm not sure how that translates as a TV show. I'm not sure if it, if it, if what attracts you to the characters in the comic book attracts you to these characters as a live action TV show. Okay, I could see that. Well, let's just spoil, start spoiling things because I, I have things to say and I can't say them without <laughs> ruining what happens on the show. So uh, go ahead, Mark. Drop the spoiler drop and let's start spoiling. Spoiler alert. I have seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right. So um, was it the uh, that you didn't connect with the characters, Mark? Was it they were all too mean spirited for you? Yeah, I just couldn't get into the situation. I mean, I, yeah, I couldn't connect to the situation. It's a, it's basically a school where they teach kids how to be assassins, right? Right. And their goal, I would imagine there's like a graduating class, like the year before some kids graduated and now they're out in the world killing people? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so our quote unquote hero is kind of brought into the school for some unknown reason and now he's supposed to kill people, but he's the hero. So I don't, I don't know. Well, I just, no, he was uh, at an orphanage, right? and the orphanage burned down, and they think that he killed all the other kids there by get when he was getting out. That, that's how he got out. Was the other kids got trapped and killed? So they think he killed like 
15, 20 kids. Right. So they say, oh, you're a killer. You should join the school and then we'll teach you how to kill more people. Right. But he's not a killer. Well, they didn't know that. That was his secret. <laughs> so why is he in the school? Well, because he was homeless and he didn't have anywhere else to go. <laughs> so now his his goal is to go through the school and learn how to kill people? Yes. Yeah, I can't. I don't know if I can root for that dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can root for that character. Hmm. 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 Okay. <laughs> all right. What did you guys think of the uh, the actual school and like all the different cliques and stuff they had at the school? Aubrey. I thought it was a little interesting. I mean, in the 80s, I think that that was more predominant. Maybe I just went to a weird school. I mean, there was cliques at my school, but we were a much more blended class where everybody kind of hung out with everybody. But I guess looking back, maybe there were small cliques. But I think it captured the 80s a lot better. Um, Not that I was there. (laughs) But I watched John Hughes movies. It seemed to be the cliques of the 80s. So I don't know. I kind of liked it, but it kind of was a little weird for me that... You have a school of assassin kids and there's cliques. What about you, Mark? Uh, you lived through the 80s. Does that seem accurate? Uh, yeah, that's, that's just like my high school. Exactly right. like it. Yeah. The Yakuza, the racist <laughs> Nazi kids. <laughs> I think it's funny that everything that Aubrey knows about the 80s, she's learned from John Hughes movies. I think that's that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, see, that's the, and that's the other thing I didn't understand. You have a school where you're teaching all of these kids how to kill people and there's a lot of rules no drugs no sex uh, no killings i guess but then there's no guards like these kids are like smoking and making out in class like who puts these kids in checks how do you how do you have a, a school full of killers and not fear for your life or not not have anyone fear for their life it's the uh, headmaster they're scared of the headmaster yeah but he's just one dude one yeah, but he, pudgy he hit, Asian he hit guy. that girl with his cane Oh well, you know she was a she was a Nazi, so she kind of deserved it. <laughs> Smash her face right in, blood everywhere. Not really, but I don't know. I did. I thought it was cool. I did like all of the different little clicks. I liked that. Um, and again, this is it's very like a dark version of Harry Potter, where there's like different schools or different groups of kids, and this one kid comes in and he has to figure out where he belongs. Um, but I did like, I did like all the different little clicks. I liked the reveal towards the end of, uh, the OG kid not being, not really being a gangster. And I like that there's other, there's underlying stories to each of these characters, which I think is really cool. But again, I don't understand how this school works. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me at all that you have essentially in one classroom, 30 killers and, they just go about school like in a normal way. Like there's like, oh yeah, this is class. This is I gotta pass this test. Why don't they just kill your classmates? And uh Henry Rollins teaches you about poison. That blew my mind. I'm like, Henry Rollins, why are you in this show? What else does he have to do? He could be doing anything spoken word, being in a band. I don't know. He, his name is big enough that he doesn't have to be in this TV show, I think. I mean, good for him for getting a paycheck, but I don't know. <laughs> All right, Joey, tell me, what did you love about this show? Um, I liked the fights. I liked uh, there was a smoking hot Asian girl in it. <laughs> yeah, right off the bat, they show her, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Joey's yeah, watching the show. I'm all in. <laughs> there we go. 
hashtag all in. <laughs> but uh, no, I liked the storyline. I, I liked the uh, kid being homeless and then stumbling around and finding his way into school. I liked the school. I thought that was cool with the different clicks. Um, and, you know, we started to get a story towards the end of the episode. That was the only thing that bothered me was there wasn't really an overarching story to start. Like, we don't know what the show is going to be about outside right. of this kid is going to this school. Right. And now he's officially a killer. Well, yeah, yeah, because he killed that guy. Yeah, he killed the guy and threw him in a dumpster and set him on fire. Yep. So how, how do I root for this kid now? <laughs> like, I, I, <laughs> That guy deserved it, though. <laughs> I originally thought it was going to be, okay, you know, they're going to teach him how to kill, but then he's going to use those abilities to bring down the school or I don't know. I thought there was going to be some kind of the description too, that it's like, they're supposed to be doing something for the greater good, but they're just killing people. Yeah. 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 They're supposed to find people that deserve it. And he thought that that guy deserved it. So. But then how can we stand by and say that Thanos did nothing? And like <laughs> Thanos was wrong. He did the same thing. Uh, I say he was wrong because he killed T'Challa. That's, that's, that's just me. You want to wipe out half the population? That's fine. You don't wipe out T'Challa. We just got it. We just got a Black Panther movie. Yeah, and he killed Scarlet Witch. What the hell? <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. I don't. I don't know what the story is gonna. I don't know why I should be following this character. I did like all of the characters. I loved the uh, punk rock kid. I thought he was great. I thought the uh, the Mexican girl with the makeup. I thought she was badass. Oh, I couldn't stand her. That was what? the worst part of the oh, episode. I loved her. I love the her. whole the whole subplot with her and her boyfriend was just like ugh, all set with that. That's typical. That's like typical Karate Kid. New kid in school likes this girl, and then her boyfriend beats him up. It's like typical eighties setup. I guess, but it just I seems superfluous. I thought he liked the Asian chick, and then he's going making out with the other chick. Yeah, that kid. I mean, he went from homeless to making out with two hot chicks in, in the span of one episode. The only thing that really grossed me out was when the Asian girl was obviously, you know, kissing him just to get him to come to the school. Yeah. He was still like homeless and dirty. So like <laughs> it must have been awful. <laughs> that made my stomach turn too. He had just told us he sleeps and piss and then she goes and makes out with him. <laughs> She's dedicated to her craft. That's right. That was her assignment. She would have failed. She would have failed class if she if she didn't bring him back. So yeah, and I I really did love the flashback sequence where you see what happened to his parents. I thought that was like once I saw that, I'm like, holy shit! I love what the show is doing. I'm in. If they if they keep doing cool shit like this, they made it all like animated, um, and it looked like what I would imagine a comic book uh, looked like. Uh, mm-hmm. So helps to keep the budget down too. Yeah, right. Why doesn't why don't more movies do that? Who all of our flashbacks should just be cartoons. But then that was the only flashback that was a yeah. cartoon you got. So, yeah. So I'm hoping they'll maybe they'll do it for like all the other episodes. Maybe we'll get to see the gangster's mother in a flashback, like in an animated version. I think that'd be dope. But yeah, yeah. His so his goal right now is to kill President Reagan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I thought was cool. I thought that's cool. <laughs> uh, how do you guys feel about the '80s as a setting for this? Like, I like it. Yeah, I didn't realize it was the 80s. It took a little while before I realized it was the 80s. Uh, it, they didn't really hit you over the head with it right off the top. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think it's cool. I like seeing kids smoking cigarettes 
and uh, <laughs> putting in cassette tapes to like listen to music. I thought that was fun. I got to tell you guys, I'm getting kind of sick of the 80s as a, <laughs> as a setting for stuff. I think it's a crutch to not have your characters have cell phones and stuff. Oh, yeah, good point. But it's fun. It's, it's just it's a fun. It's a, looking back on it. It's a fun. To, it's a fun sandbox to play in if you're telling a story. I guess, but it just seems like everything now is 80s, 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 80s. Yeah. They probably pitched this to sci-fi, being like, "Oh, it's like Stranger Things, but with assassins." <laughs> now, so Joey, did you read the original comic book? Uh, not all of it, but yeah, I've read it. Was it set in the 80s? Yeah. Well, so they have to. There you go. They're not going mean, to update it. Yeah still good but you know i don't know just oh i'm so sick <laughs> can we set something in the 90s that'd be cool yeah captain marvel there you go marvel. Oh, all right well i guess that's the start of 90s nostalgia there you go. Then. marvel has heard your cries joey they're taking care of you S- stranger things season nine will be in the 90s <laughs> so yeah i i don't have the sci-fi channel so i'm not uh you know this isn't something that I'm going to like actively seek out to watch, but if it, you know, if they can keep the episodes under say 13 and it gets some good reviews, I'll go back and check it out because I, I kind of want to see what happens with the, uh, with the Mexican girl and her boyfriend and uh, what the Asian girl's other mission is. Cause clearly she got another mission at the end of this episode. Um, yeah, that was weird. I was really confused what she was going to be doing. I thought she was just going to kill that guy. <laughs> And that was it. That was going to be the big twist at the end of the first episode. He's dead. That would have been awesome. I was kind of hoping that too, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As far as I know, they've been putting the episodes up on their website. Because that's where I watched it was on the actual Sci-Fi Channel website. It's on YouTube also, but it wasn't in HD and it was pissing me off. So I went on the Sci-Fi Channel website and watched it. Yeah. I actually watched it through Amazon Prime. Oh. And uh, what do you say? Uh I think episode two is already up as well. So, so Aubrey, will you be continuing to watch Deadly Class? Yes, mm-hmm. I will. I watched it with Josh, and he really liked it. Nice. It I will. Uh, I will also be continuing to watch it. And Mark is a maybe. <laughs> yeah, I still. I already have one teenage comic book TV, TV show that I'm watching, Runaways. So I'll make it through the end of that. And if there's a, if you guys watch it and you recommend it, then maybe I'll check it out. Don't, the only thing I really want from uh, from this TV show is uh, some cool cosplayers. I want to see I want to see some costumes re- representing the show. That's why that's kind of why I want to see it succeed. No, oh, yeah, I think you'll get your wish. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So that sounds like uh, two thumbs up and a thumbs in the middle from us. You should definitely check out Deadly Class uh, episodes on Amazon Prime as well as the Sci-Fi Channel and the Sci-Fi Channel website. So check that out. Any recommendations for the listeners out there, Aubrey? Uh, no, not this week. Maybe next week. I'll, I'll try to find something for next week. All right, we're counting on you. I'll do what I can. How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got some recommendations. Uh, I did a guest appearance on So I Married a Movie Geek this week. Uh, uh, Justin invited me back, and I was very appreciative of that. Thank you very much, Justin. Uh, we He does his uh, the movie Fantasy League. Or where you know everyone picks movies from a certain topic, and uh, the audience gets to vote on who has the best list. Uh, this topic this week was movies from the year 1985. Uh, he's been doing 
doing the 80s year by year. I know how much Joey loves the 80s. Uh, but uh, I got to be on his show. It's uh, called So I Married a Movie Geek. And I got to go up against uh, Peter from Podstalgic Podcast, Wesley from Via VHS Podcast, and John from Who Spiked the Puns Podcast. It was a lot of fun. I think my list came out good. I think I have a strong list. Uh, but I think some of the other guys have some pretty good ones on theirs too. So uh, yeah, check it out. So I Married a Movie Geek. And uh Listen to the show, and if you think my list is strong, give me a vote. Give your boy a thumbs up. Awesome. Great. So I will uh, recommend a few things. First of all, you should go to SoWizardPodcast.com, where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Streaming picks, movie reviews, and so much more are SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode or just about any podcatching app under the sun. Check out our YouTube channel where uh, we'll have weekly new videos, original content on there for you for some So Wizard. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash So Wizard Podcast, where you can pledge money and support the show. And in exchange for that, get exclusive podcast episodes that no one else gets access to this month. We've got our review of Bumblebee, We've got some other exclusive reviews on there, and coming next month, we've got love advice for Valentine's Day from the three of us, which I don't know if that's an incentive or not, and uh, as well as Mark Ellis hopefully diving deep into the Oscar nominations for serious movie talk <laughs> with a couple of friends of ours, so patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast uh, is the place to go for that type of content. I will recommend that you, the listener, go and check out the movie Glass, because that is what we are going to be talking about next week. M. Night Shyamalan comes back again for one more movie in the Unbreakable Universe, I guess you would call it. And uh, I got to tell you, the reviews have not been kind. Nope. In fact, uh, Paul, our good friend Paul from the Countdown podcast, I uh, got to see an advanced screening and he will not say a word other than taking the picture of the screen. Just prove that he was there was the most enjoyable part of the evening. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. but we'll be there. We're going to check it out and we're going to tell you all about it next week on the show. But this week has now been wrapped up. That has been episode number two. 232 in a row of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Good night. So long. Avira same. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. I'm keeping it all away in the 90s. Wakanda forever. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. This has been episode number 232 of the So Is Your Podcast. We'll see you next week. Good journey. <laughs>